0: This episode is not sponsored, but we encourage you to help support the small businesses, charities, and organisations that we mention.
1: everyone and welcome back to another episode of our circle I'm Rhiannon and I'm Jess and today we are responding to something that we put on Instagram on our story and we we kind of intend I think to do this a bit more is asking our audience what they would like us to discuss and it so happens that one of the topics someone suggested was actually something that i had really wanted to discuss on here which is the pressures of marriage and children especially on women in today's society so um, I just want to preface this as well and uh, so I guess like a disclaimer we are very very much aware of our privilege of our fortunate circumstance that we are that we live in the United Kingdom we have rights as women we are very lucky to have be it a small platform but a, a platform to speak up on just our own opinions um we, we we've completely recognise how lucky we are so we, we're not inviting hate or encouraging hate here towards um what we're discussing we absolutely Mm. respect that other people's circumstances are very different to ours Mm. and a lot of people also won't share our views and opinions and that's fine but this is our circle this is what we're talking about so I just want to put that out there so that everyone knows this is just what we're saying but (laughs) um historically In the UK, um, and and many places still, women haven't had a say or choice in a lot, in a lot of things, but especially when it comes to their life regarding marriage and regarding having children. And we have very much progressed and developed, but in the grand scheme of things as well, we also haven't, in in my opinion. I think Jess and I sort of share similar, very similar views in many things and, and on this, but we've come from it from very different areas I think and and mm. I want to dive into that today Jess, just sort of putting it out there from the beginning when you were younger did you have like an age in mind when you thought you would be married did you think that you were going to get married did you even think that that wouldn't be an option i didn't think it
0: wouldn't be an option i thought that marriage was definitely on the cards for me like that it was, was it was a definite it was going to happen i didn't know how but i was going to be married and have children Mm. I don't I wouldn't say I've ever been that kind of girl who would um, plan her wedding growing up Mm. I never went into detail like that but I would also say that it, it wasn't something that was like ingrained in me through sort of speech like I didn't like my parents didn't say to me you will get married one day you will do this this and this right I think for me it was more like role models in my life so Okay. my parents my grandparents my aunties and uncles like everyone got married it, it almost felt like it was a normal sort of natural progression mm. in life that would happen I would say in my 20s and that I is you thought that was the age that you were going to be married yeah I didn't know like I didn't have an exact age but yeah, I thought yeah. it'd be in my 20s because right. that's what everyone in my family did right so they went to uni so that was another sort of pressure okay um go go to uni you will meet your life partner there and you will get married Mm. um that didn't happen for me I'm sure we'll touch on it further in the conversation but Mm. I I feel like that that led to to some shame and some guilt that that didn't happen um Mm. but I'd also say that the Disney films and yes princesses and this kind of their aim in their whole life and in these films is to fall in love and get married.
1: Absolutely. I was going to touch on that. and I think we may as well just jump straight into it. And actually, before we started recording this, I sent you a video that I'd seen on TikTok with uh, one of my idols uh tracy ellis ross and she's speaking if for anyone who hasn't seen it you can type it in on youtube and type in tracy ellis ross on oprah the whole thing is just brilliant but there's a particular line in there that she is basically saying she grew up being taught to visualize her wedding and not her life and mm. it was it, it struck such a accord me not that I was ever taught that as in like like you just my parents never said you know you must get married you must have children anything like that that's never been um something that my parents have, have said to me but it's around, it's around in society, just because your own circle of your family aren't saying it doesn't mean that society is not some way. And Mm. Disney is absolutely one of the ones that I was thinking of and books and TV shows, movies, it's showing this fairy tale. There's nothing wrong with wanting a wedding, with wanting a marriage and wanting to, let me just put that out there as well. We're not saying that there's anything wrong with wanting these things at all, but to make that seem like it's a woman's only sole purpose I'm not on board with at all. Mm. And I'm not on board with telling young girls in particular and boys, but young girls in particular, that that is what they have to visualize. That's what they have to look forward to, not an education, a career, you know, so many other things that, that could be just as important to them. That that was definitely one of them for me on my list that I have here was, was movies like Disney. Um mm. Other ones, I think for me, were comments made in casual conversation with people. So when they say, when you get married or, you know, like when you have a kid and it's like, hang on, I don't remember ever disclosing to you that I ever want to get married or I want to have children. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's that assumption. And and even when someone makes an assumption, it's almost like a pressure in some ways. Like I've had older people in like older Uh, family friends and that say oh well I'll stick around for when you get married and stuff and I'm like Mm. but it's also like this it's not
0: only the assumption that you want that you want it but it could be that you do want it but it just doesn't happen for you and it's it's kind of that feeling like I said about um going to uni and supposedly meeting my life partner there Mm. when that didn't happen I think it's probably part of the reason why I stayed in the relationship that I was in that I was unhappy in at uni for a bit longer was because I felt this and again it's not something that my family directly said to me like this is going to happen to you it's just because that was what was going on around me yeah it felt like failure it Mm. felt like wait is this ever going to happen to me which is absurd I graduated at 21 Mm. you know why 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 would you be pressured at 21 to have found your life partner and think about marriage and kids you know Mm. it's just it's a lot, it's a lot for a young person to map out the rest of their lives when they're trying to figure out so much more internally. Definitely just...
1: and do you know what as well, thinking about it just now, I was thinking marriage and children to me aren't hand in hand either, they're, they're two mm. very big life choices to make for very different reasons. So to lump them together to start with and to then put that on as a pressure on on, on women and and just general young people I think is a lot um, mm-hmm. I was sort of saying to Jess before we recorded that my understanding and view on marriage I feel is quite unclear still and it's something that I've felt like I've worked through throughout a lot of my life um, so my parents are married but they were not married when I was born they got married when I was about eight years old so up until the age of eight not being married was a norm to me. And, and in a good way, I was just like, yeah, that's fine. Not being married is fine. I, and we have family friends who aren't married and we have family friends who are married. And I'm just like, okay, cool. I have different boxes. Like my parents are in the non-married box. That's cool. And then one day, <laughs> I think it was a weekend. I can't remember my parents, we were in the car and they turned around they said, by the way, you guys aren't going to school too much. My brother and I and we were like, huh? Okay, cool. Why? And they're like, oh, we're going to go get married. And we're like, what <laughs> like, what do you mean like we're gonna go get married and they got they got married in a, a like a registry office thing it was a lovely day and obviously I'm happy they got married that that's what they wanted to do but I've never actually asked them why, why they decided to get married if I'm thinking about it but it really confused me it confused me why they were doing that because it made me think wait did they think that not being married was wrong or like, what was the purpose of getting married? Like, why did they need to do that sort of thing? So that mm. confused me. And so then I started to be like, okay, so I guess you do get married. So then for the next few years, like I'm thinking, okay, marriage is something I guess that I should want or or whatever. And like you just when I got into a relationship, but when I was a bit younger, when I was a teenager, I... Again, it wasn't a pressure that my parents had put on me at all. If anything, they didn't want that for me. <laughs> but, um, but they, um, I, I was comparing a teenage relationship to an adult relationship. I was thinking, mm. right, if I'm with this person, I've got to be with them forever now. So I felt that element of shame when the relationship didn't work out. Yeah. So it's like, well, I'm not doing what my parents have done. That's confusing. So th- again, that's another knock thinking, okay, so it doesn't work out that way or something like that and then I just felt mm. like there are a lot of stages in my life where I've had to reconsider it and then I, I don't know I am someone who's a big overthinker if anyone couldn't already tell <laughs> and um when it was <laughs> this is a really really random anecdote to give you all but on my mom's birthday one year we went out for dinner um I think my brother was at uni so it was just the three of us and I think I must have been I want to say I was 22 and I don't know, it must have been on my mind, but we were having some sort of deep conversation. I basically asked my parents straight out, or I said, do you expect me to get married? I just want to know what your expectation is of me. Do you expect me to have a, a, a wedding? Do you expect me to ha- have a husband or, or a wife or... Do, do you expect me to have kids? Do you have any expectation of that? And they were like, no, none. And as soon as they said that, they, they, they sort of they, they did elaborate. Just to, the the conversation wasn't that quick, by the way. <laughs> it was <Oops>. yeah, <laughs> no nope, carry on eating. <laughs> um, but, you know, they were saying we want you to be with someone if you if you want to be with them, and we just hope that you're cared for and all that sort of stuff. You know, typical nice normal parent comments. You would hope anyway. Mm. But after that moment, I felt such an element of relief because. I just thought oh there is no pressure at all to like because I think I I don't know if this is just me maybe you might feel this Jess but if your parents have an expectation like that matters but if they don't then it doesn't even matter what anyone else thinks like it's like okay my parents I guess it's like your kind
0: of safety blanket and it's your like bubble isn't it and it's like right that's who's important to me that's whose opinion like like, matters to me exactly so yeah.
1: yeah yeah so when when that happened I was just like oh, cool, I don't even need to think about marriage or kids. Like, not at all. This is not This is. It was almost like a conscious decision to be like, cool, this is now no longer going to be on my thoughts and and my brain. I'm not thinking about marriage ever. If this thought decides to come back into my life and enter my thoughts, it's going to be based on the fact that that's a feeling that I want to to have, not society putting on me or anyone else. Mm -hmm. Those sort of moments were quite impactful for me. But then as we've gone on in time, you still recognise. And again, going back to the whole historic thing, as in in history, how women have stood, as we've gained rights in life, it's quite overwhelming almost. And I don't mean to say I'm grateful. I think
0: think it's important as well to have conversations about, like you said, your first relationship didn't work out. I think it's important to say you might have multiple relationships in your life.
1: Yes and it doesn't mean
0: you have to get married to that person it doesn't mean that is your forever person it might not work out but that's okay because you'll learn a lot from it
1: yeah i think um, the same element of having multiple relationships as well especially mm. on women we need to cut that out like as in that the you're allowed to have relationships as many Mm. as you like that doesn't make you promiscuous that doesn't make you a slut that doesn't make you a slag all these horrible Mm. sort of terms to be thrown at women and I understand like there are terms towards men as well you have player (laughs) you know or a fuck boy or whatever but other than that we do get a lot of the those terms thrown at us for doing the exact same actions as a guy which just isn't okay and I think like Jess just said having that normalized that it's okay to have a relationship that doesn't work out and it doesn't mean that you have to get married and no shame really needs to be attached to that sort of thing yeah going back to like I was saying with rights being granted to women it's then that concept of being like okay I have the right to choose what I want wow, okay, what do I want? What Do do I want these things or is it because society is telling me that I need them? And it's something that I'm, again, now 26, having to battle in my mind what is being shown to me in society because we recently, we're recording in April right now, so last the beginning of last month we had International Women's Week and during that time there was no reflection really of that. It was Showing or highlighting the horrendous ways that women are treated, we had the mm. news report of a woman who was murdered, Sarah Ever- Everard. Everard, and that stirred so many emotions. Like for me, particular, I went on a rant to my therapist saying, "I can't believe like what we're put through in this." And and you know, it, it really d- does make you think. Okay, well, what sort of right do I have as a woman? And you're you're rethinking all these things. And when it comes to marriage and children stuff, I was sort of again that that idea came back into my head. Like, are these things I want, or is it because society is putting that on me? And I just mm. wondered where you stand. Like, do you feel like you've been um, conditioned at all to want to be married? Like, do you do you feel like you want to be married now? Hundred percent feel
0: the conditioned part and especially now that I've had a baby as well it's like well I, I was actually when I first found out I was pregnant and I was deciding to tell my family um as in not my immediate family but wider family I was really really nervous um and part of that was because it was out of wedlock
1: right
0: which is very dated it's a very dated um concept but also my grandpa on my dad's side is a priest Mm. so it's kind of you know his everyday job (laughs) is to um, wed people Mm. Uh, so that was kind of scary but their reaction was uh, really surprising and really lovely and they Mm. were just really excited about the idea of having a new family member but that didn't stop the questions though and even today like I'll get now and again my grandma will say oh so you're you planning on getting married or really yeah and even my mum my mum will say so do you think you'll get married you and joe and how does that
1: make you feel when that question is asked
0: um at first it it, it definitely made me feel like oh should we be doing that and I think that right. that definitely crossed my mind when I found out that I was pregnant I was like oh, really? is that the right thing yeah is it the right thing to do like when I say it crossed my mind isn't it was like a very fleeting <laughs> no no and then it went <laughs> yeah because I was like in my head marriages like you said earlier two marriage and having babies are completely two different separate yeah. things yeah I wanted to have a baby with Joe because I fell in love with Joe right. and I was like this is the person I want to have children with mm. I felt like I was, because of societal pressures and things, I felt like I was doing things backwards right. by having the baby before getting married, right? Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like... But even it's the, tune, kind of...
1: the tune that they say at school, first comes love, then comes then marriage. Comes marriage then, comes... then comes a baby
0: in a golden carriage. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so it did
0: kind of, for a fleeting moment, cross my mind. But Joe and I were both on the same page. We were like, we don't need to get married. Like, we love each other. We're having a baby. We don't need to get married. That's just... And also I felt like doing like a shotgun wedding as they Mm. call it takes away the kind of special celebration for me like it the the whole premise of the wedding is to celebrate your love right and to Mm. bring two people and two families legally together I guess which I'm sure again we'll get into yeah but I was just like I don't want to rush that that's some that's a milestone for us Mm or something that we want to do further down the line and something that will be really special for us but that why do that so quickly and just to have like a signature and a piece of paper like why yeah. do that why not wait until we're actually ready which sounds crazy because I know we've got a baby and we've we're committing to each other every day so I guess yeah in a sense it's like wait why aren't you ready but in my head I'm like whoa no like that's another kind of adult step, which I just don't feel like I need to do all at once. Mm. Like I'm only 26, I don't need to get married right now. Yeah, I'm choosing to be with Joe every day. Yeah, and I'm, I've already, I've got a mortgage with him. I've got a baby with him. Like, what more commitment, what more commitment do you commitment?
1: want? <laughs> like, right. So this this sort of mm. led to my thoughts about marriage, and and the confusion, I suppose I should say, because like you said, it's a legal document it's a piece of paper that's what it is Mm -hmm. I know it means a lot more than that and and for many reasons um for for many legal reasons for the example with the LGBT like it it means more because it comes with a lot more things such as being able to get mortgages to be able to buy a home like your forever home or 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 just a home in general you know um to have citizenship in some countries was one Mm -hmm. that Jess brought up that there are many elements that I understand that that are do we say benefit like the benefit beneficial yeah that that come with being married but I'm sort of talking about this more so in the way that girls are spoken to about you're almost told to visualize like Trace said visualize a wedding and not think about the fact that what you're actually doing that day you are of course celebrating love and I'm not being cynical about that I absolutely love that that's what a wedding is for but it is also you committing to someone legally and I think that that's quite a strange concept to me like Mm. the whole what does it mean like does it mean I I belong to that person right that that part is like a bit like oh this sounds a little bit like just one thing I've seen
0: recently which really made me think was the tradition at a wedding that your dad or a a male figure or someone oh paying the dowry gives you, I was gonna say gives you away oh and that to your <laughs> to your partner so it's almost like you're being passed on as someone's possession mm. to someone else and now you are belong to someone else yeah and I was like whoa I was like I didn't think about it because you just think it's like a tradition but actually it's yeah. so archaic that we would be literally just handed over to someone like we're mm. not our own person we're not our own like why not hand yourself over. yeah or not yeah. even hand it yourself to anyone just stand next to someone yeah <laughs> <I
1: don't know. laughs> yeah definitely I think I think there's a big ownership element to it and that makes me feel very very uncomfortable incredibly uncomfortable because I think as a woman you're constantly striving what as a modern day feminist woman and reminded for anyone who doesn't know what feminist means it means equal rights of all genders you know that just to put that out there doesn't mean any hierarchy Equal equal um you're striving towards your own worth your own independence your own achievements not to be owned so Mm. I I do find the marriage element very confusing I I think that a marriage like the the idea of just a marriage as in when you're not taking the legal space part of it into consideration you're, you're thinking of growing old with your partner the love of your life you're having something where you're uh, your person your person that you lean on together in in good times and bad times that whole beautiful concept I get and I think that's lovely I'm also aware that it doesn't always happen for everyone and that's okay too I think that's something again towards marriage that I'm just like it's okay if it happens for me it's okay if it doesn't and the same concept with children, I think, but, but this is the part, so like we've just said, we've said that we've separated those. They are two completely different things. The part then when it comes to children is when people inflict their opinions on your body, like your biology sort of stuff. You know, like when they say, oh, your mm. body clock's ticking. I'm like, can you <laughs> stop? Mm. I, I find that a pressure that comes out a lot in movies and tv i think um
0: and correct me if, if you think i'm wrong on this i think we're getting slightly better at it oh yeah in that i think we are being a bit more conscious of the fact that not everyone has to have babies and i remember seeing a lot on international women's day about being a mother doesn't make you a woman but also i i believe that becoming a mother myself is something that i I personally identify with being a woman I felt like I grew up a lot and Mm. um, it's just part of my identity because I am a mother but I don't feel like that for any of my friends who don't have children
1: right Um, because we had this conversation actually a couple of weeks ago didn't we when we did a socially distanced birthday celebration for Jess Mm. and we had a lovely evening of just talking and everything about so many things we got deep yeah we did we did and I really (laughs) that's what tequila does oh it does it does (laughs) um but we were talking about this and I really really respect and value and appreciate that Jess will recognize that my thoughts aren't me talking at her, if that makes sense. So Mm. if I'm saying how I feel about children and marriage, that's not me telling Jess that her decisions were wrong, that what she's doing is like the wrong thing. Like that's Mm. not and I'm glad that you see that because that's not what I'm saying ever. (laughs) Like I absolutely love your life for you. It's not Mm -hmm. my life. I have a different life, you know. So Mm. it's an interesting topic period to just talk about children and and Mm. wanting children but the way that it's brought into conversation I think is I think you said like the way that we use our language and our mindful of language has definitely improved across many areas when we're talking about race when we're talking about um women and their rights and motherhood and Mm. disabilities that there's so many things where the language you use is so Important, so I think, Mm. like you said, that that is something that we're getting better at.
0: Yeah, and and understanding that again, the same with the, like I said earlier, with one, you might want to get married, but it doesn't happen for you. You might want to have children, but it can't happen for you. And unfortunately, that isn't that uncommon. Mm. There are lots of people who want to have children and can't. So it's it's being mindful of asking people who you don't know a lot about, you don't know their fertility history asking them can be quite triggering yeah and I, I think do- you have to be really careful of that but also um I was thinking I just thought of something when after I had Mila and I was in a walk walk in the park and there was this older lady and she stopped and she was you know cooing over Mila and being like, oh she's so gorgeous she's like oh you've got to have another one now because she can't be an only child and I was like Whoa! (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I am not there yet to think about (laughs) any any more children, you know. But also, I was like, this woman doesn't know the circumstance I'm in Mm. whatsoever. I don't want to get too too deep and dark, but she has no idea how this baby came about. Yeah, this could be something that could have been a really traumatic experience for me, and to say, "Oh, you need to have another one," could be really triggering. So, I think, yeah, I think it's definitely. becoming more archaic and we're not I think our generation is definitely being a bit more mindful of that now I think with everything there's always a scope for a bit more work and a bit more progress on things but I think we're definitely going in the right direction I just think it's the the older generations where it is that um that expected natural path in life
1: I I think it's the older generation I think there's big cultural impacts as well influences as well and I don't I don't necessarily when I say culture I don't necessarily mean like nationality culture I mean like cultures within your society like um dating for example I was saying to to you just when we had that evening how I don't like the thought of going on a date with someone and for them to then ask me do you want children straight away because I understand it it's like people trying to if if that's something that they are interested in or or that they value or or that's something that they're they're striving for I understand it's like filtering it out from the early stages right it is but I also find that really it grates on me quite a bit because I'm like so you're looking for an oven is what you're saying like you know what I mean like it's I don't want you Mm. to for for me anyway and again I understand this isn't for everyone but for me I don't want to think about children I don't want to think about having children I want that to be something that organically comes of an interest to me or a want or a desire with someone that I have developed Mm. a relationship with I want that to a product of love yes I don't want it to be like I need to be a mother (laughs) like don't care how I'm getting this child, sort of thing. I mean, that's mm. exactly you know what I mean. <laughs> like I just mm. think, it's... no, but some people are like
0: that. Yeah, and, and I, 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 you know, that's again, that's okay because they might them. be in a point in their life where they're yeah. just like, it's important for me to have a child, and I will do it, not the traditional mm-hmm. way.
1: Mm-hmm. And again, that's okay. That's their choice. Mm. The openness and acceptance and the mindfulness of the language we use I think are the key factors mm. for me but I also wonder if it there's more like with movies and tv I think Disney has started to make changes for example with Moana that was one of the first ones where they didn't have a love interest they were their own um hero and it the the end result wasn't to find love or something it was about restoring peace to the planet which mm. I mean what a great
0: <laughs> a great message I felt I felt like that with the princess and the frog as well have you seen it with Tiana yeah, yeah. and she's her aim in life was to uh, get this yes. um what's it cafe or restaurant yeah, or yeah whatever she was trying to make and she was just like very much like not wanting to bother get out with, of my um, way yeah yeah which was I I watched the other day and I was just really happy to see something like that rather than Mm. you know oh what am I going to wear to the ball and will Mm. I fall in love and all this.
1: This has made me think of a question then that I'd like to put forward to you especially being a mother of a a, a little girl how do you feel about Mila watching Disney movies then when she gets Say like when she gets to five or something, so that yeah. she's probably forming a bit more of ideas and things like. That. At least that's when I was. <laughs> what, yeah. What do you think of her watching certain things, because I remember watching an interview with Kira Knightley on Ellen, and she said that she won't let her children watch Little Mermaid because they don't want them to think that um you should give your voice up for a man. Like never give your voice up for a man. <laughs> what was the other one? I think there's there's a few that are quite sus to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, how do you feel?
0: I think I I don't think I'd stop her from watching them. Mm-hmm. I just think it's important to, like, have those conversations maybe after she's watched them mm. and just be like, that's lovely, like, what's happened in this film with the princess, that's so lovely, but that doesn't always happen. I mean, mm. I'm not there yet, so I don't yeah. know at the time, but I, I think it's just trying to... Um, Maybe give her some more like real life examples and just maybe she can watch those films. But hopefully, by that point, there'll be like other children's films out that yeah. she can
1: watch as well. Yeah, show so, her Endgame with the all women. <laughs>
0: all yeah, and just be like, if, but also, like, just if she wants, if she grows up with ev- all of the knowledge mm. and she can make her own decision, and if she still wants the marriage and children and that's absolutely fine that's her decision but I think yeah. just maybe having those conversations which I personally didn't have when I was growing up mm. um and I feel like I kind of had to figure out for myself because yeah. I had to completely rework how I think about relationships and um yeah and it's definitely still a process I think as well mm. it's kind of constantly working on your self-worth and yeah without being too deep it's a lot of like inner work oh it's constantly kind of reminding yourself of your identity separate to anyone else and just completely tuning into what you need
1: and what you want yeah I agree There was another example that I've just thought of that I found really frustrating that again made me feel angry about the way that society was inflicting stuff on me what ish and um that was I I can't remember if you remember this Jess I feel like I've had many moments where I've been like oh but um it was when I received a letter from a pension scheme do you remember this that rings a bell so uh, when you for, for anyone who I'm assuming it happens in other countries but I don't make that assumption really um but in the UK if you start a new company or a lot of companies they'll have pension schemes that they sign you up to and then you get um paperwork through from these pension schemes just saying oh your company is putting this amount of money in for a pension and I received one from a new job that basically I didn't have an issue so much I actually know I had an issue with all of it I really did basically the the letter and I understand it was all hypothetical, but I was pissed off by their hypothetical because they basically made an assumption of my life. They It stated the age that I would retire, my marital status, the amount of children I would have. And I was appalled by that because I was like, you've assumed straight away my sexual preference. You've assumed my life. You've assumed my views on everything. And it just you assumed that my Body could do these things it might not be able to I just mm. felt very angry that they assumed I would be straight with children and married and decided to cut off work at uh, the age that they suggested I mm. thought that that was very very weird and wrong <laughs> and it's I was understand- bizarre how did they come up with that kind of algorithm to predict that I know I, mean, I understand it's probably a, a template that they use for everyone I get that I, I understand it's me being a bit like Calm down, and But it was—it's <sighs> it, factors like that where it is the casual assumptions that are bled into our everyday life that is just mm. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want to round up. Because I feel like the main things that we've got from this are the sort of ways forward, which is having open discussions. It is being inclusive. It's being accepting. And it is being mindful of your language. I think that's the biggest one for me, actually, when I think about this. It's people, Mm -hmm. even if you have your thoughts or assumptions of someone, be mindful of the comments you're about to give.
0: Mm -hmm. And the questions you're going to ask. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the questions. And
0: rather than projecting your own views and on your own life and your own wants and needs on onto someone else try and think they're not in the same position as you yes definitely
1: um i'd be very interested to see what other people think about the pressures of marriage and children um please leave a comment down below and let us know and on our instagram as well um today's dedication is going to be towards a female ran own company which is our dear friend Vicky who owns Atmospheric Designs Atmospheric Designs is all bespoke handmade amazing beautiful gifts it is macro is it macrame or macrame I don't macrame, have macrame I think it's so which is like thread or like string that's tied up into these incredible like wall hanging designs she makes uh plant pot hangings jewelry I've got some of the jewelry here actually I was going to wear mm. so res- resin I haven't got th- uh, the one that I'm wearing now I don't know if anyone can see it it's like a little resin pendant but she actually makes these little macrame earrings as well or macrame earrings and they then, make really beautiful gifts Really, to gift give to your friends yeah and then these earrings that she did with gemstones which is something that I got to design because I'd wanted I'd been thinking of these earrings for ages but hadn't seen any and then she managed to make them for me which are these little silver drop earrings with these gems on which I absolutely love um and all really nice, affordable prices. So please, please go and check her out. You can find her on Instagram at Atmospheric Designs. You can also find her on Etsy, which has got all of her products that you can buy. There's also bookmarks as well on beautiful things like that. So that's Atmospheric Designs Co on Etsy. Go and support her. Go and follow, share with your friends, family, find some gifts for yourself or your friends, whoever. And there's so many lovely home decor things that you can get. So go to town atmospheric (laughs) thank you very much for listening please make sure to like and subscribe to this youtube channel make sure to uh stream on apple Podcasts and spotify follow us on instagram and we'll see you for our next episode Bye. bye